Welcome to my podcast. I'm Reagan Beshera, founder of Ollie's Accounting, a bookkeeping and payroll services firm based in the United States. I have almost a decade of small business accounting expertise to share with my clients and the business community at large. I want to help you define your beliefs and values, create better procedures in line with those values, and realize your financial agency and independence as a small business owner. Whether you've got a side hustle or a fully-fledged business with a team of employees, we all share the same struggles against our limiting beliefs. Let's overcome those together by imagining new ways of doing business. Hey everybody, welcome back to Money Through Ease. I want to talk to you today about making business decisions that are aligned with your values. And I'm going to talk to you about the autopilot that most business owners run on in terms of decision making. So as humans, we all have like a tendency to be negative, to worry about things that might happen in the future, to worry about scarcity of resources. And we spend a lot of time judging other people as well as ourselves. And I just want to point out that this is all very natural things for humans to do. Uh, The way that we evolved is based on like a small tribe mindset. And so a lot of the ways that we think is to keep us safe from harm, from things out in the wilderness or the wild that might uh, kill us. And our brains haven't really evolved past that point, even though most of us don't live in um, small, like, kind of tribes or communities that are super tight-knit and codependent on uh, other individuals to survive. But a lot of that kind of mindset and thinking does spill over into running a business. And I think that A lot of people just don't even pay attention to why they decide to do the things that they do. Or they're not paying attention and they're just operating on what we call autopilot uh, because they're worried about money, they wanna make more money, they wanna be successful because they think it'll make them look better to everybody else. Um, Or they're operating, you know, based on fear and just being afraid of like something bad happening in the future. I think that we should all as business owners be acting more aligned in our values and we have to actually be intentional in thinking about what those values are, why we hold them, and then making business decisions using those values as like a compass or like a guide. So first we need to determine what our values actually are and then we can make good choices and have good business practices based on those values. But I wanna talk about the autopilot that we normally find ourselves in. Um, And this is not even specific to business owners, this is just for anybody. Um, But business owners especially that operate from scarcity, fear, and judgment actually create more of those same feelings. So if we're not doing the work as business owners, as humans, and all of our life experiences and in all of our relationships, if we're not doing the work to regulate our emotions and create and maintain organized systems and processes, it's easy to fall into these mindsets. So that's scarcity, fear, and judgment. So first of all, scarcity is basically believing that there's not enough out there. 
And that could be not enough money. It could be not enough customers coming into your business. It could be not enough people seeing your posts on social media. And so you don't have enough reach or advertising to get your business out there. If there's not enough money, you could be worried that since money's scarce, you're not gonna be able to pay your bills. Maybe you don't have enough money to hire people or you think that you don't have enough money to pay the employees that you have already hired at a future date. And you can also feel scarcity about time. So just like with any resource like money, uh, time is a resource and we can feel, oh my gosh, there's not enough time for me to do all the tasks on my list today, or I don't have enough time to get everything done that I need to to make the kind of money I wanna be making. Um, And so just all of this scarcity is wrapped up in the idea that there are resources that we need to be able to live and that those resources are scarce or that there's not enough. So talking about time as a resource, when we believe that time is scarce, what do we do? You might be somebody that thinks, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time to get all the things I need to get done. And how do you act whenever you're feeling that way and you're thinking like, I don't have enough time. Some people may actually fill up their calendar or fill up or sit down and write out all of the tasks that they have to do and fill it up with like busy work, like work that is not actually creating revenue for the business or work that is like, I don't want to say unimportant, but work that isn't like productive in some way. Uh, Tasks that aren't moving you towards some sort of goal or result that you want to create. It's just busy work because what it does is we have this task list or we have a full calendar and that's a way for us to look at the overview of everything and say, well, I'm really productive. I don't have a lot of time on my hands. Oh my gosh, I'm so busy and I'm super productive and I have a lot to do, but this isn't actually producing revenue. So we're operating from this mindset where we think that there's not enough time, that time is a resource that is scarce to us. And so we end up filling up our plates, we overcommit to things, and all of that doesn't actually produce more money or even if you're not concerned about producing more money, just producing more of a result that you wanna create, right? So operating from scarcity mindset with regards to time often fills up our calendar, fills up all of our time with pointless tasks um, just so that we can appear productive, but it doesn't actually give us the results that we want. And then we can also have scarcity about money or credit, like do I have enough available credit on my credit cards to pay for materials to make my product or is my credit not good enough because I don't have a good credit score and then I can't take out a business loan to hire people on payroll or I don't have enough customers. So anytime we're in this scarcity mindset about money, credit, customers, or clients, uh, we may feel anxious and actually some people do turn to overspending when they're thinking, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough credit, I don't have any customers. Often people use like shopping, online shopping, spending money in some way, ordering DoorDash, hello, I'm guilty of that. (laughs) I order DoorDash a lot. Um, 
we turn to spending money as a way to like soothe ourselves and when you're scared that there's enough mo- that there's not enough money or enough clients and you feel that fear that scarcity uh, the way that we often soothe ourselves is turning around and spending money in some way. So when we're worried about money being scarce or customers being scarce or not having enough available credit to do the things we want to do, uh, we overspend on materials or services that don't even add value to our business. And this is just to soothe ourselves in the short term, right? Because we feel scared that things are scarce. And so what we do is we spend money on frivolous stuff that is soothing. Uh, But it's only a short term, you know, make me feel better in the next couple minutes. But what I've actually done is create more scarcity of funds. If I'm spending money because I'm worried about how much money I don't have, I've actually, you know, got less money now. crazy how that works, right? So that kind of covers the scarcity mindset that a lot of people operate from whenever they're not being like intentional about the way they think about their business. They're not being intentional about the goals they set. They're not being intentional about the choices that they're making. If you're operating from scarcity, what you end up doing is creating more scarcity. You either create more scarcity of time as a resource or money. And then the second thing, the second mindset that I want to talk about is uh, fear. When we're afraid as humans, we tend to do one of three things, right? And you might have heard this out in the ether. (laughs) So when we're afraid, we feel fear. Our tendency is either fight, flight, or freeze. And the third one can be either freeze or fawn. Me personally, I identify with freezing the most. Anytime I'm afraid of something, I usually uh, go into this like, don't move, don't say anything. Like, especially if I'm being like confronted by another person, I'm like, okay, let them just get it out. Like, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet because I don't want to say anything else to upset them. Or the fawning thing is when you act in a way that is proving to the other person that they're right to be upset and confrontational uh, with you. It's not something that I really like about myself, um, doing the freezer fawning thing. But again, this is just like an evolutionary brain psychology thing that we're just like, oh, we're I'm I feel afraid right now. And so that means that there's some sort of danger to my life. There's some sort of imminent danger that needs to be focused on so that we can stay safe and we can survive. So you might do one of those three, fight, flight, or fawn. So the first one, flight, or I'm sorry, fight, (laughs) uh, is like getting defensive or confrontational. And I will say that like sometimes I do feel the tendency to get defensive about stuff whenever I am confronted by somebody else or I'm afraid of something, you know, I get like defensive in advance about stuff. And that's just obviously not a good business practice to be confrontational or defensive. Um, I don't think in general that people want to act that way, want to be confrontational. So it's just one of those things that's like a natural consequence of feeling afraid. And then the second thing would be flight. And obviously that means like if you're afraid of something, you just have the tendency to want to run away from it. (laughs) And 
And that could be like turning off, you know, notifications on your phone or just literally running away from the problem. Something that you see is the problem, something that you're afraid of, running away from it, burying your head in the sand. Um, I see this a lot with business clients of mine. I mean, not anybody in particular, but just a lot of people tell me that they're, um, they avoid their reports, like their financial reports that they get sent every month from me doing their bookkeeping. The flight response for them is just not looking at the information at all. Like they are afraid that it might say something about what kind of taxes they might owe next year. They are, they could be afraid that it's going to say something about their spending habits and then that's going to, you know, indicate what type of business owner, or what type of person they are, they're bad with money or something like that. So the flight response is for them to just bury their head in the sand, not even look at the problem, don't acknowledge the problem. And so obviously that's not going to create the results that we want in our business. That's not solving a problem. If we're running away from it, it's definitely not getting solved. So that is fear. The fear mindset is going to cause you to do one of those three things, fight, flight, or freeze, fawn, response. Um, And then the last thing would be judgment. When we're spending all of our time judging other people, looking at what other people are or are not doing, having some sort of judgment, oh, they're wrong for saying that, or they shouldn't have done that thing, or they're they're treating their employees poorly, like some sort of good, bad judgment that we're assigning to somebody else's actions, somebody else's business, that is judgment. And then we also judge ourselves and shame ourselves about actions that we do or don't take, beliefs that we have about ourselves, about our business. Uh, We're spending all this time judging other people, uh, most importantly, judging ourselves. And this isn't creating a better business. It's not creating more money for us, especially if we're minding other people's business when we don't have any right to. Um, And focusing on what other people are or are not doing is time spent away from working in your business, obviously. But at the same time, when we're spending time judging ourselves, we're creating all this shame about choices we've made, the way we handled a situation in the past. We might be spending time feeling regret or wishing, hey, I, you know, hindsight's 2020. I wish that I had known earlier. I wish that someone had told me, blah, blah, blah. Spending all this time judging ourselves for our past behavior, judging ourselves for the way we think about things, uh, regretting things, wishing that, you know, we had known something different in the past and then chosen differently, which, hello, is physically impossible to do. Uh, None of that gets us the results that we want to see in our business. So the judgment mindset is also not a good place to be spending your time, right, if you're a business owner. So I wanted to go over these three mindsets that are really just like the autopilot for a lot of people, but especially for business owners, Um, and why I want to encourage you to stop the autopilot, you know, take control of the wheel again. And how do we do that? That's by being intentional. That's by spending time thinking about not only what kind of results we want to create, but like the value driven mission of our business. So for instance, I talk on here a lot about uh, helping my clients be empowered to make 
good choices in their business and how do I do that? So I talk a lot on my podcast about my values um, in helping other people, specifically business owners, be empowered with their own financial information to make good decisions about their business. I want to help people be financially independent and learn to be better advocates for themselves, for their business, because if you're a good advocate for yourself, like you can do anything that you want to do. How do you become a good advocate? By being knowledgeable, by understanding your financial reports, using that information on those reports to make good decisions about your business. So those are that's my values, is like educating people, helping people feel empowered, uh, helping them you know, be a good self-advocate, So I try to align all of the decisions that I make in my business with those values. And this is the way that we turn off the autopilot, right? This is how we get intentional. We take back the wheel. Uh, We don't operate from these mindsets of scarcity, fear, and judgment, because all of those things are just going to give us more of the same, right? So we're designed this way to run on autopilot. Like that's how our brains evolved was to be uh, fearful of things being scarce, specifically resources, fearful of other people judging us um, and shame and like being kicked out of our tribe and then being uh, vulnerable and not safe. So all of these things are like naturally occurring things, but that doesn't mean that we can't turn it off by being intentional to stop the autopilot. So the way that we do that is to get intentional about what our values are, and you can just look up lists of like personal values on Google and just read through whatever kind of sings to you and like resonates with you and jumps out at you, Um, and it could be anything, that is what you want to focus on learning about why you're interested in those values and using that to be intentional about guiding your business practices. So of course, it's natural to worry about scarcity. It's natural to worry about whether you'll be able to pay your expenses and your employees and keep your business open. It's also totally normal to be concerned with what other people think of us, right? To be concerned with approval from other people. Um, And it's normal to have regrets and to wish that things had turned out differently for you or to wish that you had made a different choice in the past. But just remember that, like, obviously we can't go back in time and change the past. Like, we just don't have that capability yet. So spending time with regret, spending time judging ourselves for our choices in the past is kind of wasted time. And if we're going to go back to talking about time as a resource, uh, we don't want to be wasting time, right? (laughs) We want to use our time effectively to be intentional about our business practices. So just because all of these mindsets are naturally occurring, it's things that we all tend to do, doesn't mean that we should act on them. And we can be intentional about finding what our personal values are, establishing some business values, and then using those values as a compass. Anytime a decision gets brought up and some choice needs to be made about how you're doing business, you can turn to those values and ask yourself, is this really in line with how I want to represent myself as a business owner? Is this going to create the kind of results that I want? So... I want to thank you for 
listening to this episode. I hope that this was helpful. Um, If you'd like more information about being a business owner, if you want some free guides and tips and updates about tax stuff, you can get on my email list. And the link to do that is alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. Once you get on my email list, I'm going to send you the Chaos to Calm Receipt Organization Guide. So that is the first step that I go through with all of my clients to help get them set up on good bookkeeping practices is to organize their receipts. So what I've done is I've distilled almost a decade of doing this for other people down into step-by-step instructions on how to organize the receipts that you already have and also how to set up a system that you can follow no matter who you are, no matter what your education is, your experience as a business owner or whatever, you'll be able to create your own system of organization that you'll follow moving forward. And this will help you stay organized. It'll help reduce the amount of paperwork that is cluttering up your desk or your car or your office. And all of this is going to lead towards better financial organization, which in turn creates good self-advocacy as a business owner. So that is free and available to my email subscribers. So you're going to want to get on that list. And I send out other good information and tips and guides and calculators and lots of cool stuff to my email list every week. So you want to make sure that you get subscribed. Thank you so much for watching. I hope everybody's January is going great so far. And I will be back next week with a new episode. Bye. If you're enjoying what you're learning on this podcast, please consider supporting me through a subscription on anchor.fm. Any donation amount is welcome, or you can simply share it with someone you know. You can also follow me on Instagram at alleaseaccounting and sign up for my email list at alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.